Hello everybody and welcome to the Cane and Rinse podcast, Volume 3, Issue 129. You can play along with Cane and Rinse Volume 3 and the next five issues are scheduled to be Portal 2, then it's Hitman Blood Money, following that we continue our Burnout series with Burnout 3 Takedown and Burnout Revenge and probably some chat about Legends and Dominator. After that we'll give it a good go, Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior uh, and its many spin-offs but not its full sequels, obviously that would be insane. Uh, and that should happen around about in time for Ultra Street Fighter 4, or soon after anyway. And following that, To the Moon. We've just announced uh, the rest of the games we'll be covering in this volume, up until issue 150 of the podcast. And if you want to see all the games that we've just named for our next run or, or uh, until the autumn, uh, you can go to canorince.com, click on the drop-down tab podcast schedule for the month by month or you can go into the forum sign up while you're there and uh, and there's a post in there as well as i say head to canerince.com for that full schedule but also the blog with uh, reviews and other articles links to our merchandise store our facebook google plus and youtube channel as ever please do try to remember to subscribe and review and or rate us on itunes thank you very much now, joining me, Leon Cox, in this issue, it's Darren Gargett. Wah, wah. You've been on all the Mario shows, I think. Oh, yes. And once again, I'm afraid, I'm afraid I've failed to give you a cute Mario-themed middle name. <sighs> Sorry. And James Carter. Thank you, so nice. Now, so this is the last of our scheduled Super Mario podcasts, but not necessarily forever. The reason being... Uh, and a lot of people have said, oh, disappointedly, which is, you know, very sweet that people would be disappointed that we're not doing Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World in this run. The reason being that I've decided, <laughs> and I don't know whether Nintendo <laughs> agree with this, but Super Mario Land uh, is a kind of a separate series. Uh, and that, uh, and I, I see Super Mario 3D Land as being an extension of that. Um, of yeah. course, Super Mario 3D World kind of fudges that by bringing it in just by using the name world kind of makes you think or oh, maybe it is part of the core series but what i wanted to do or what i want to do at some point in the future of Kano Rinse is go back to the start of the handheld series with super mario land mm. and then trace that through uh super mario land 2 and then that evolves into the wario land series of which there were four installments and this was one of the first things that i wanted to say about new super mario brothers because the first thing that i was thinking was Gosh, uh, when Super, when New Super Mario Brothers came out for the DS in 2006, it had been years since we'd had a 2D Mario, mm. at least uh, since it, you know we talked about whether Yoshi's Island really is a Super Mario Brothers game or whether it was a whether it was a, a, a branding. But that was 1995, so it was 11 years after that. And if you go back, obviously, if you go back one more to Super Mario World, that came out in 1990 in Japan, 92 over here. So it was, it felt like when New Super Mario Brothers was announced, that it had been a long time since a 2D Mario. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a 2D Mario, rather than splitting series up, then Super Mario Land 2 would have been the last, I guess, because that was 92 worldwide, I think, wasn't it? So Yeah, but, but, but yeah, Super yeah. Mario Land 3 was 1994, mm. and the Wario Land series continued up until yep. 2001. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as, you know, if you trace it, not, and I know those games are yeah, different. It's not clean cut. Yeah, definitely. It's not clean cut. Um, 
I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll look when we cover those games one day, we'll look into how, how well they sold and, and how well they were reviewed. Now, I know some of them are quite high, highly regarded, the Wario games, which is one of the reasons mm. I'm interested to do them. Um, but regardless, starting uh, as we shall in this podcast with New Super Mario Brothers, I remember when it was announced, um, this sort of uh, souped up return to some of the basics of 2D Marioing, uh, it was exciting and people people were excited as i recall mm. yeah i mean it, you know using the name super mario brothers is exciting enough uh, but a slap in the word new at the front of it mm. as well was it was something to get excited about the you know the the, the promise the, the and the premise of uh, you know playing mario in 2d again was it just brought back all the memories that you know that we've spoken about on these on these issues that you know that mario in 2d can still be relevant and fun yeah i mean if we just go by the name itself it's actually even further back than super mario world that it was calling back to wasn't it super mario brothers 3 uh, the last one mm. that's purely super mario brothers so yeah, yeah. so yeah it's uh, a long time coming certainly Yep, um, and in a way and i think obviously it brought in some new power ups and things that we'll talk about giant mario and mini mario um, it added the, the one of the main recurring features of the series, which are the three star coins per level that you need to collect. Um, but overall, like, we we always do our histories with the game. I don't actually remember buying this, but I know that I would have bought it day one, and I remember playing it for constantly for probably three or four weeks. Um, and I remember very specifically that I did absolutely everything in the game except for two star coins. Uh, both, uh, I kind of wish I'd done them now because, like, how hard could they have been if I did all the others? <laughs> yeah. But it was, um, it was two, it, it two of them where you had to be micro Mario or mini Mario, oh, yeah. and I think you had to, you know, to. There are certain star coins where you have to engineer a situation where you're at a particular point in the level, and then if you're mini Mario, you can't survive a hit, mm. and you have to, you know, navigate your way to one very, you know minuscule pipe entrance and I think I was just by that point I was just a bit fed up of you know dying over and over again so I, I gave up and traded it in um, yeah kind of wish I hadn't now but um, my main memories uh, were replaying early levels for 1-ups and um, overall enjoying it obviously the wall jump coming in was a big thing from the 3D games and that kind of gives one of New Super Mario Brothers one of its pieces of identity is 2D platforming with a wall jump which is n- not what Mario had done before um, and I also remember the cute touch which is when you, uh, was it when you closed up, uh, opened the, the Mario clamshell or did it even say mm. something when you closed it, it said something like bye bye and then yeah, when you opened it up sure it said welcome back or something yeah, yeah so I'm sure it said it's a me Mario but I'm, I think they did that with Mario 64 DS as well you know? I think that's yeah. been a because they also borrowed the um, or, or just plain nicked the mini games from Mario 64 DS in the New Super Mario Brothers DS. Okay, There's like a yeah. mini game section where they had literally the same game. So right. yeah, they, they borrowed a lot of um, tech from that game, I guess. No, 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 no games seem to do that now with the 3DS with the clamshell, cute clamshell things. It's mm. disappointing. Uh, any memories of of picking this up? There was a huge excitement getting back to 2D Mario. Yeah, definitely. This was, you know, I was out. I don't know where I got it from. Um, 2006. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember at all. To be yeah. honest, but yeah, calling it new Super Mario Brothers is a, you know, a bit of a stretch nowadays. Mm. But yeah, um, eight years ago, I can't remember where I got it or when I got it. But I was definitely there. 
and I definitely collected every single thing under the sun because it was a new Super Mario Brothers. can't remember what happened at the end. Obviously, whatever it was wasn't enough to persuade me to go for those final two star coins, but... Yeah, I think the two you mentioned, if they're the same two that I remember, it was one where you had to be a Koopa Mario to break some bricks in a in a very obscure corner of a level, and the Mini Mario was across like a stretch of water, right? Which took, it took a while to get there as Mini Mario, yeah. But you know, you could also bank an item, I guess. But mm. you know, it was like that. You know, getting that item at that certain time across a certain stretch of water into a mini, in into a mini pipe, it was yeah, it was really tough. Mm. James, did you play this at the time? Uh, this came out. <sighs> towards the end of but but kind of in my sort of console hiatus when I wasn't really playing that many games I still had consoles kicking around and played games yeah. but it wasn't a, a conscious hobby of mine it was just something I did uh, occasionally to pass time um, and I remember buying this and a DS actually a couple of times um, I was going on holiday and wanted something to entertain me on the flight so I picked up a DS and um, New Super Mario Brothers and Mario Kart uh were kind of just the games you bought when you had a DS because they were just mm. they were just great games. You know, it, it was kind of just common knowledge, I guess. Um, it certainly wouldn't have been day one. It was just it, probably even after two thousand six, might have been two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Um, I just picked up a, a DS and that, and then ended up selling the locks. I wasn't using them too much, uh, and then uh, again, a couple of years later, uh, I was going into hospital and uh, wanted something to entertain myself because they can be really boring places Hmm. Um, and so picked up a DS and again New Super Mario Brothers was just a no brainer Um, because I have this I get it feels weird because obviously we've just done the entire um, Super Mario Brothers series if you like Um, but I was on the first show I haven't been on since because I haven't played any of the ones since pretty much um, so this wasn't so much going back to 2D Mario as just me picking up, you know, 15 years, well, no, beg your pardon, uh, 10 years later, probably, or, or so since I'd actually played um, on my Super Nintendo or my Game Boy, the, the 2D Marios. So it was probably last year I fired up Super Mario World for the first time in like, mm. years, like a decade easily, um, possibly two. Um, and... Uh, and I played through and lost lives hand over fist, and suddenly that was it. I hadn't got far enough to to, to, mm. to having wasted all my lives, not just start the game again. Um, and, and that was kind of weird because I'd become accustomed to Super Mario 3D Land at that point. That was, and and then 3D World shortly thereafter, um, mm. which were very different in that respect in terms of how approachable they were for someone who, like myself, isn't necessarily all that skilled at, at Mario. I kind of bumble through more than more than get yeah. adept at the game. Um, and so New, New Super Mario Brothers and New Super Mario Brothers 2, I, I definitely agree, it was fairly easy to rack up lives early on, and so even if in later levels you started burning through them, it wasn't the end of the world and it never really felt that punishing, but New Super Mario Brothers U just absolutely destroyed me in terms of losing lives at no at no point did i have more than 12 lives i think even the biggest mario fan has probably had those moments even you know i mean you know like for me it might come at a different point as somebody who's played more 2d mario for me it's Mm. more likely to be say on the the very late later levels or the superstar road yeah you're going after the really challenging stuff yeah and going for the coins and stuff like that but but it's yeah you know these the 
the way that Mario controls, you know, we've talked so much about it in previous. I mean, in in these games, it's it's similar in that they, he's still got his bit of inertia, and but the way the way he moves in the air and and all yeah. that is still it still has a very close relationship to the earlier games yeah, in the series, definitely. and it has its own skill set. It absolutely absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, uh, for me, the um, the tricky stages come from the inevitable purple water levels that kill you in one hit. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's not doesn't ring true for the handheld games because they didn't have multiplayer, or at least the one that I played. But um, I no. always brought in a co-op friend for the watery levels because if I died, I could come back oh, and spend okay. a life, you know, yeah. like a bubble back yeah. into the game and just carry on. Hmm. Whereas you know, it is a bit of a it's not a cheat, but it kind of like you know, it does make the game easier. But I think you know, but if, for yeah. someone who, a platform veteran, should I say? You know, I, I do struggle with those levels, so I just yeah. go, "Do you want to come around and help <laughs> me through this uh, this horrible world of poison water?" And you know, you can do it. Um, I, I only with one extra player though. If you had two more, it just gets a bit crazy. Presumably, yeah. the well, same is true of the lava levels as well, where you've got the lava sort of rolling, yeah. undulating waves. And I'm not sure why they, the games do still persist. Each of them, I believe, with uh, a, a slightly probably antiquated save system, which yeah. is that oh. you only get the option to save all the time once you've completed the game which seems strangely punitive like never never liked it for no reason really i I don't really understand why they do that um, in um, new super mario brothers u with a quick save (laughs) option it's like oh quick save great yeah oh no no it's just save once and so it literally is just the same state for the game yeah exactly so it's just shutting the lid on your ds is is all it is um but yeah other than that it's tower levels and castle levels so yeah, but yeah, and, you mm. know, and back in the day, you kind of on the Super Nintendo yeah. days, you could sort of understand the reason why they'd limit your saves because maybe there's not enough memory on the cart to keep saving over and over again. Something like that, you know. There's always something in the back of your head, like, oh, there must be a reason why I can't save every level in, on the Super Nintendo games. Mm. But it, now, in like 2013, 14, and stuff like, that, you know, why can't I save whenever I want? Like, I just don't understand why they've kept this archaic save system. Well, it's especially weird yeah. to reward the players who are obviously competent enough to finish the game with the ability to save all the time. <laughs> Uh, if anything it should be made harder yeah. like, just as a challenge you know? yeah, like, you suddenly can you can't save at towers like or you can't save at towers <laughs> or castles because well, I mean let's face it earliest Mario games you play through it well, yeah, yeah, it. you absolutely. play through it save yeah. what? no yeah. But I think the, the new Super Mario Brothers games were sort of like the first to champion the, the the easier option mode where you failed enough times, you had a little box mm. that says you know Luigi can run through this bit for you I, seem, I think that was new Super Mario Brothers Wii um, yep. But then, like, you know, so they go through these efforts to make you feel, uh, you know, at ease with the game. Like, you know, Luigi can play for me for a level. But then they have this stupid hard save system that's, like, really punishing. Like, where's the balance in that? Like, why not have an easier save system for the people who can't really manage these games? It's, and it felt I'm, very I'm sorry, I, I don't get... I understand if there's a particular spot in the game you find difficult. Okay, maybe you just say, I'm never going to get this, but I want to see the rest of the game. But how is the solution to someone not being able to complete a, a level or several levels um, to say, okay, you bought the game, you don't get to play it, watch Luigi do it. That, that's <laughs> yeah. not playing a video yeah. game. I can go to YouTube and do that. It is a bit weird, but I imagine if I was like five years, yeah, four yeah, years old, yeah, if, I, if I was really enough, yeah. small and into Mario, you could see the computer do it and then you'd learn your lesson from there. But as an adult, you kind of think, no, I want to yeah, do yeah. it. You know what I mean? I want to play it. Yeah, it's... Um, 
but then you know that's Nintendo trying to appeal to yeah the super audience. guide stuff yeah, it's uh, a funny way I think that's what it's called yeah came in was that was it was Super Mario Brothers Wii, Wii the yeah. first game to have yeah that in? I think so yeah, yeah as well as the multiplayer um, and obviously they've kind of I think they've sort of addressed it a bit these days with rather than doing that like in 3D world you get a very very powerful item rather than getting somebody to show you how to do it um, things like that but. I thought we'd have a look before we introduce the next game in the series. We're, we're going we're gonna to inevitably jump around a bit, uh, listeners, so bear with us. But um, I want to talk about the credits because the, the the crew behind each new Super Mario Brothers game is slightly different to the last, which I think you know may be, may be relevant. Um, so the director on the original 2006 new Super Mario Brothers is Shigeyuki Asuke. Um, his first game for Nintendo was Pikmin, as, uh, uh, and he also worked on Luigi's Mansion, both as uh, debug support... Um, promoted to map support for, uh, I guess, making some of the new levels for Super Mario Advance 3, the, the Yoshi's Island, which you can now buy um, since we last, uh, since we recorded the Yoshi's Island podcast. Um, happily, the GBA version of that is now available to download on Wii U, and very nice it is too. Um, he was assistant director on Super Mario Sunshine, uh, and... Uh, also worked on on the DS. He worked on uh, Yoshi's Touch and Go, uh, which we talked about on the, on that Yoshi's Island show. Um, also worked on um, Big Brain Academy Wii Degree. Remember that? Oh, I like that game. Yeah. My my play that was good fun. Mm. Hmm. Um, went on to work on Skyward Sword, but uh, yes, New Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii, uh, and this were his first games as director um, and the producer whose name is uh, Hiroyuki Kimura, um, also worked on uh, pretty uh, outstanding CV, including things like Super Metroid, Mario Kart Super Circuit, uh, Metroid Prime, things like that. Um, Obviously, some of the music in there, we may as well talk about the audio direction for the series now. There's there's some different names on each game, actually. Koji Kondo is, is his name is in there, obviously, because there are melodic callbacks, if nothing else. Um, to the uh, earlier games, some of the jingles and things like that. But uh, also we have uh, Hajime Wakai, who worked on Yoshi's Story. Um, Star Fox 64 worked on some of the stage music for that. Possibly all of the stage music for that. Pikmin 2 um, and uh, Asuka Ota. Uh, he worked on Yoshi's Touch and Go um, and since worked on Mario Kart Wii. Um, the music is the source of some... I don't know, controversies p- pushing it too far, but there, I, overall I get the feeling, and this is my feeling, that I don't have the same affection for the audio in the new Super Mario Brothers games as I do for the for the non-new Super Mario Brothers games. It has a mm. particular sound that I don't hate. There's some some of the. Ch- uh, it's not like I loathe it. I, I wish I, I'm not wishing there was a a music off option or anything like that, but it's. It just always, to me, just feels... I know this sounds weird talking about a Mario game, but it feels a little bit twee, whereas Koji Kondo's tunes often just really cool tunes, just really fun, mm. jazzy tunes. But the, the main theme that and the, a lot of the recurring themes that do come back throughout the, the series, um, they're, they're jaunty, but they're kind of a little bit bland for Mario. Yeah. I think yeah, that's one of one of my notes actually is that the um, the the aesthetic, you know, the art and the um, the audio, it's just very vanilla. You know, it, mm. it doesn't doesn't have a lot of a lot of spice. I guess it doesn't have a lot of you know a lot of um. I don't know. It just feels like it sounds really weird. Like uh, 
because I, I do like the music, but the way I'm hesitating to talk about it now is because I just feel very confused about these games, like the whole package. Yeah. Like, you know, the, it's good music, but it's not Mario music, you know, and, you know, the the the, the, um, the graphics are, they're, 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 they're all right, they're good, Pleasant, they're serviceable. Easy yeah, on the eye, but they're not, it. yeah, they, they, they're, not they're not magical great. in some way, are they? That's it, and it, mm. it feels like, you know, from, you know, the audio to the visual, it kind of just feels like it's just... Missing that something special that you come you've come to expect from you know from the Galaxy games and yeah. just uh, Super Mario World and stuff like that is yeah but uh, the, like, the music is is fine uh, but the only one I can remember is the traditional you know wah wah tune and that's that's about as far as my memory goes with the music yeah yeah so obviously some of the famous tunes are back underground tune and uh, and things like that um, now uh, obviously when the invincibility star music i think is the same and things like that mm. but uh yes this this famous wah wah thing um it's not just about the music though is it because the enemy sprites uh, at certain points in the music point at, they look out at the screen and do a little dance yes now i actually think that's very cute yeah. uh, even though I, I think the sprites are a bit characterless and stuff in in some of these new super mario games but it's mm. a weird thing because it does affect the gameplay because on more than one occasion <laughs> i've lost a life because i haven't yeah. been anticipating the wah wah so when you're dealing in pixel perfect jumping um you know leaping almost the width of the screen to land on some tiny block platform and a goomba does a little dance just at the exact point where you've anticipated it's not going to be um, you lose a life so it's kind of a weird yeah. sort of yeah. strange tiny tiny touch of rhythm action in, in a Mario game I like that idea dying by um, uh, dancing dancing That's Goomba just, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is great yes yeah, it's, it's a really nice touch and it's one of those touches that you sort of you point out to people who are familiar with Mario but don't really play video games you look, look, look the Koopas looking at the screen when, when it goes wah and they're like oh that is so cute and then inevitably the, the Yoshis in the U version is heart melting that's adorable yeah so Yoshi's yeah. are in neither of the handheld ones but they're in both the console yeah. ones I think is that right yeah uh, but I think the, the U's got baby the baby Yoshi's ones the U's got yeah this, they sing yeah. along to the music carry as you them carry them which yeah, is yeah oh, I, I love yeah. that yeah, yeah. and they also so provide light as well which is a nice touch yeah mm. yeah um, so as we said this first game is almost exactly 8 years old now May 2006 um, reviews wise it scored well um, 89.07% according to game rankings but perhaps you know given that it was if, if we are going back you know f- 14 years to Super Mario World let's say that was the last proper Super Mario Brothers game for for the sake of argument you might have expected the DS game at this 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 was a point where the DS Lite had just came out and the DS was becoming massive mm, yeah. um, you might have expected 90% plus for a Mario game so maybe that does indicate that other people felt that you know it's good it's playable it's solid it's all those things but it's missing that some somehow missing that spark of absolute ultimate quality that mm. we all felt was there on in the Super Mario Galaxy games for example didn't stop the sales though did it no uh, <laughs> 29.44 million cartridges sold that's ridiculous that's a lot of copies of mm. I wonder I mean you know it'd be interesting to know how many people got to the 8th level how many people collected all the star coins of those you know you're looking at smaller percentages oh, yeah, no, but in terms of how many uh, new DS owners and, and how many children would have played at least like half that game and had a really really fun time with it but Millions, a- millions of people. our age is going to remember handheld mm. Mario games. And so to see 
that, that I think that's why New Super Mario Brothers DS, I'll call it, to avoid confusion with the series. Mm-hmm. I think that's why. I'm not going to say it gets a pass. It doesn't. It, it's a great game, but it's looked upon much more fondly, perhaps, than New Super Mario Brothers Two, despite the fact that it's doing very similar things, because it had been so long since a game like this mm. that was trying to uh, be a throwback to early Mario's. Um, had been around, so the fact that it maybe didn't have the ingenuity of uh, the 3D Mario games, you know, Galaxy particularly uh, being relevant because it came out shortly, you know, around the same time. Um, the fact that it maybe didn't have the ingenuity and that spark of something that's really creative um, that, that the 3D series has continued to have, uh, it gets away with that because of what it what it's what it has, what it's doing that a lot of the other games don't necessarily have intentionally, they do just by virtue of being Mario games, I'm rambling, I'll get to my point, don't worry, um, mm-hmm. is is that they are, the point of, of New Super Mario Bros. is that nostalgia, it's that callback, it's giving you something you had as a child um, or, you know, potentially even as a, a young adult, depending upon your age, obviously. Um, it's giving you that, that maybe the 3D games have, have gone on to be something else and incorporated those things into something not even necessarily bigger, but just different. Uh, and this was just, right. it felt quite stripped down in terms of, of in, you know, in that respect. Um, and so that's, I think, maybe why it was so successful, despite not having some of the, the magic. And I agree, the characters are, they're cute, they're fine, but it, it doesn't immediately grab you as, as an interesting and, and astonishing looking game or anything. So. Yeah, just reading uh, now, actually, researching on the fly, that um, Koji Kondo did actually compose the main overworld theme for the new Super Mario Brothers game. So that is that is his joint. Um, just out of interest, the main Mario man, which, you know, seems appropriate. Um, but yes, I'd, I'd, you know, I don't find it as catchy or memorable as, as many of the others from um, from the original game onwards, really, from the classic uh, overworld tunes. Mm. Um, yeah, and also, I mean... Although this was, you know, this was new Super Mario Brothers. Obviously, like you said, James, a hark back to really as much as anything to Super Mario Brothers, the first one, you know, the mid mid eighties one. Um, but the new technology using polygons instead of sprites allowed for you know um, rope swings and and um, you know other physical things. Also, Giant Mario, which uh, was one of the main kind of, I think they used it as one of the main selling points in the videos, yeah, promo videos at the time. They haven't really, I think, does he remember uh, Giant Mario make a return in, in the 3DS yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, and also the 3D World one as well. So yeah. They've used it a couple of times, haven't they? But not in Wii or Wii U, uh, Super Mario, New Super Mario, interestingly, which you, when you think it would probably make the most sense in, in a way in that, in terms of visu- visual spectacle. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really sure why, but the levels just, obviously the levels have to be designed around you collecting that. It's a power-up that appears in certain places and you actually smash through the scenery. It wouldn't work on certain levels. You can't jump, as I recall, when you're giant or you so, can't jump yeah, very you far. you can't have it on a yeah, level that's got large gaps or... Yeah, yeah exactly. Really yeah. Hmm. It's a strange one. Um, but yes, in uh, the, the power-ups, as we've... We talked about the, them varying them throughout the, the original Super Mario Brothers series. Mm-hmm. The, it's a similar thing here where the first game had... Cooper Mario, but then in more recent ones we've had uh, we've had Penguin Mario and yeah. there's Ice Flower Mario and yeah new new ones and old ones and a, and a mixture of 
propeller hats and well, um, squirrel suit, I guess. It is, capes, isn't it? In, yeah, in, in yeah, and, yeah. And the super leaf came back in in two as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, now I remember buying New Super Mario Brothers Wii, or rather, I remember getting New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, I went into a, into my uh, well, one of them two branches of game that there were back in 2009 <laughs> um, uh, and bought uh, a bunch of games that were coming out in November or December that year, uh, one of which was New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Um, but when I left the shop, uh, I was thinking, hang on, I didn't pay enough for all those games. And true, and sure enough, my New Super Mario Bros. Wii hadn't been run through the till. Um, Pitching. Yeah, I was way yeah. too far away to go back. Not that I probably would have done to, ha- you know, given that I'd already spent like tens of thousands of pounds in game over the year uh, years at that point anyway. So uh, I thought, okay, thirty. I've probably earned my thirty seven ninety nine free game. I hope I hope it doesn't <laughs> get taken out of this staff member's wages. Um, and yeah, so I, I got that game for free by complete fluke. So that was nice. Um, and really, I only dabbled with it for the next yeah five years. Um, I've only recently got round to playing through the rest of it and not only have I now finished it uh, I've, I'm now over halfway through it collecting all the star coins and opening up all the many uh, secret exits to from ghost houses and other places to open up cannons and secret paths and things like that um, yeah so I've been playing that a lot recently uh, Darren do you remember buying this one? Yeah, this was a bit more clear in my mind. I remember seeing the on-stage uh, E3 demo where three or four, yeah, four people yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah and they all mm. came out showed you the, the crazy four-player <laughs> co-op, which, you know, was a big selling point. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when you get around to playing, it will turn out that it's not, it's not really a viable way of playing the game. It's just a, a complete, uh, you know, Mayhem. mess around. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, yeah, seeing those on-stage playing it, and, you know, it was on the Wii, it was on the console, and... The control system was kind of harking back to the NES pad with the Wii remote on its side. It was a bit more of a callback than what I was expecting. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, like, it looks like a NES pad and stuff like that. And you know that they they use that control method for stuff like Donkey Kong Country Returns. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely hitting all nostalgia buttons. And to see Mario with four player co op was yeah, all right. It was Matt. I'm going to buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. But now it's got more players. I'll I'll check it out. So yeah, day one, uh, totally destroyed it. Loved it really enjoyed it um despite you know the the previous feelings on the aesthetic mm, mm. uh yeah i mean my my feeling is that although obviously the the u version has has since rezzed everything up that the the wii version to me looked quite a lot more interesting than the, the original ds version it just had it had some mm. nice lighting effects and yeah. you know had, had like improved nice animation rolling hills like the the spinning hills yeah. like it was the first time you sort of saw that on a mario level where there was like rotating parts of the level to to mess you up and yeah had some interesting ideas Definitely. yeah it was still it still wasn't yeah it wasn't like you know perhaps as you know astoundingly eye-popping as perhaps you'd hoped uh, but i mean I, I i said the same thing about super mario world as well on the snes that that game always looked just a tiny bit bland to me but with hindsight comparing the two i have more affection for the pixel art of world than i do for the polygons yeah. of of Wii, but that may be an entirely personal thing. Again, if you showed, this is something I'm going to come back to. But if you if you now gave a say a younger a younger person than us the option of playing Super Mario World or New Super mm. Mario Brothers Wii, it would be really interesting to know which one they would select. Mm. Whether they would go for the one that is you know has more features, has you know more variety, which is uh, is probably the newer one. But ultimately, you know, in my head, Super Mario World is a better designed game than we mm. and you know and more interesting but actually 
you know, side by side? Is it? Is it just because? Is it contextual that at the time was, world yeah. was amazing? Yeah. James, when did you get this one? Early doors. Uh, I haven't or? played this one. Ah, this is this okay. is my opt out in the series. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not for That's any fine. particular reason. Um, in in two thousand nine, I had a Wii. Um, just it, it wasn't on on my radar. I, I knew. I guess I knew of it as the Mario that was going to have four-player and bubbles, and yeah. that was kind of what I thought of it. And there was a little bit of a sort of furore around the fact that you can the bubbles, you know, lifting a player who's died and and just floating them along. Um, on the one hand, fun because you can burst them at an inopportune moment and plummet them to their death or whatever. But um, but on the other hand, obviously that was a clear sign of what Nintendo were trying to do to. Allow people who are less skilled to play the game. Um, I guess. And was this the first? It was the first time they'd had them in, wasn't it? The yeah. bubbles, yeah, because it was the first time multiplayer yeah. had appeared yeah. in the series. Yes, it was. A, yeah, it was. A, I suppose it was a fairly big deal. But from a, my personal point of view, I never had any intention of playing this anything other than one player. Yeah, and I think that's partly what put not put me off. It, it, it just wasn't a game I played. It wasn't. The, it was a conscious decision or anything. It just never got round to it. And I, I think it may, it would have been higher on my uh, on my agenda had had it not had quite the focus on multiple players because that was just never the way I wanted to play a Mario game. I found it hard enough on my own without someone else mucking my day up well yeah certainly having um you know i've played i've played little bursts of it in two player and it's it's moderately amusing yeah. for a while but you know to play the uh, apart from the the aforementioned advantages that you could uh you could say about being able to come back to life when you you know you would have been you would have perished in a single player game uh, the overall experience i just always imagine is more chaotic less precise and actually these yeah. games are so much about precise control and being completely on top of exactly what's going on at any given point you don't want the screen scrolling in a funny place because you've got somebody at the extension mm. you know the extension yeah. of its limits and all that so uh, you know why not include it it's obviously not a major headache you know people some people will have some fun with it and and that's that's all good but if you were trying to actually finish the game let alone get all the star coins you're going to want to play it solo and the good thing is i would say and perhaps this is something they all maybe edge towards getting a little bit wrong with super mario 3d world is that the game still feels like it's designed around one player mario yeah Whereas 3D World, you feel like everywhere is designed for up to four people to be, um, yeah. which doesn't isn't you know I'm not we're not talking about that game and I'm not going to slag it off because I thought it was wonderful, but yeah, the I don't think it's the, so the, obvious. The levels too wide, I guess, is the way people put it, wasn't it? It's yeah, just a bit yeah. too much space. Yeah. So uh, interestingly, erstwhile Mario producer uh, Takashi Tezuka came back for this one uh, in a production role. So Shigeyuki Asuke and uh, was still director, and Hiroyuki Kimura was still producer. But Tezuka also has a credit, um, and he, you know, he was heavily involved with Miyamoto with all the classic 2D Mario's. Um, so yeah, if if there is any feeling, and I think I have the feeling that I I preferred this to to the the first new Super Mario Brothers game that might be something to do with it that he had a closer a hands a more hands on role um, some obviously you've got some of the themes already in there but music wise uh, Kenta Nagata came in he worked on he was the composer of Mario Kart 64 and Pokemon Stadium and things like that Animal Crossing as well he worked on 
Uh, also, you have Ryo Nagamatsu, who worked on, uh, more recently worked on Nintendo Land <clears throat> and uh, Wii Sports Resort. And also Shiho Fuji, um, who worked on Wii Fit and Animal Crossing City Folk. So more tunes by more people, I, I guess, you know, that's how. Because they, you're probably not aware of exactly just how many different tunes are playing while you're playing a Mario yeah. game. But there's there's like, I think these games tend to have between sort of, 70 and 100 odd levels and obviously a lot of the tunes do repeat but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different themes for different places you visit different you know houses and and theme uh thematically different levels and stuff so yeah i guess there you know there's intro music and ending music i guess between them um you need all these different composers so yeah this was uh for christmas 2009 getting on for five years ago now um reviews wise it reviewed only ever so slightly lower than the ds game with uh 88.18 percent average according to game rankings um and sales wise it did almost as well as the ds version again this was this was uh probably a, about wee peak before it started to tail off uh 27.38 million copies of this game sold so new super mario brothers at this point had sold something like 56 million copies from two games. That is pretty amazing. And you know what? Every time I talk about the sales of these, or when I think about them, I always think about, and I shouldn't because I'm not a business financial man, but I wonder in it, like, how much did these games cost to make? Mm. Because like visually, they don't seem like they're stretching... Like you know, the art department very far. <laughs> uh, you know, that sounds really harsh, but you know, but between the two games as well, like I don't know, it just seems like this was just like a massive, you know, Scrooge McDuck silo situation for them, where they they made a Mario <laughs> game that probably didn't cost them as much as a Galaxy game. Yeah, but they they still sold nearly sixty million between two mm. uh, games. It's it blows my mind. And when I and this is a bit of a side bit, but when I realised that Mario Kart Wii had sold seventy eight million or yeah. something stupid, I was just like, this is. This just blow my mind. It's going to be uh, really interesting to see how many, uh, you know, the the reviews as at the time of recording the reviews for the new Mario Kart 8 are out and they are way, way higher than uh, the, any of the reviews for Mario Kart Wii. But mm. obviously the machine's user base is so much lower. <laughs> it's it's yeah. just not going to sell anything like as many, which is kind of a shame, I feel. But, mm. uh, yeah, hopefully... Hopefully some people will pick up we use, but that's not the topic of this podcast. <laughs> so as far um, as like, I often think of these games as each having a, a a distinct kind of marketing feel to them. Obviously, for New Super Mario Brothers Wii, it was the the multiplayer um, and the sort of introduction of the the first steps towards the Super Guide. Um, but but in terms of power ups, I, I get the feeling that they each have one that they kind of lent on as being the. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the power up that they either brought back or, mm. or introduced and so in um, New Super Mario Brothers we mentioned you can get the, the Koopa suit, Koopa Mario um, what mm-hmm. about this one? The propeller hat surely Yeah it was, the, I think I think that was the main thing because um, mm. it utilised the, um, the the waggleness of the Wii Remote even though yeah. it's sideways you, know, you can still lift the yeah. pad up mm. to make Mario mm. sort of um, propel himself up or if you were to fall off a ledge on purpose, kind of Donkey Kong style, Donkey Kong Country style, you sort of you fall off a ledge and then propel yourself up to, to collect hard to uh, find mm. coins and stuff yeah. like that. 
Yeah, I mean the cover the the cover art really focuses on the multiplayer aspect, yeah. but there is a there is a there is a little toad right in the middle wearing a propeller hat. Um obviously Yoshi returns as well, so he's he's a big feature of the um of the cover and that you know he he's um he's uh he's probably about as um kind of important to this game as as he was in World in some ways. Maybe he's not quite so prevalent, but he has similar skills. Um he has his flutter jump uh yeah, um, I've been enjoying playing this quite a bit with um, with the Wiimote on its side. It's a little bit short. I get sometimes get a little bit of ache in my little finger. Um, I don't like normally the thought of playing like a, a high skill two D platformer with any form of waggling would fill me with dread. Certainly, mm. it was one of the things that put me off playing Donkey Kong Country Returns on the on the Wii. Um, but for the most part, the controls, you know, that that D pad is on that Wii remote is just as top notch as any yeah. of their any of Nintendo's D-pads um and uh, yeah I quite like having the sort of you got this sort of six uh fascia buttons to open up your menus and stuff on the on the map screen and things like that um obviously this game didn't go although it has the themed world desert and ice and fire and all that it doesn't go as far as uh the the Wii U game that we'll come to um in terms of linking it up as a as a cohesive uh contiguous world yeah. it's mm. it's more in the style of uh new ds which kind of takes its cue i guess from super mario brothers 3 um which is the i think yeah it was the first game that had the kind of top down map mm. uh but this does as i say this does have cannons uh cannon warps as did the ds one as i recall mm. um to get yourself places earlier um but actually i think in the Wii one you open up a world uh, a, a world select fairly early on you can go to anywhere you've been before i feel like you had to do a bit more to open that up in the ds game boy it's, it's on the fringe of my memory that is yeah um, and yeah. I, I, I kind of sort of i really hate to say it but i kind of blow all the games together like yeah absolutely I, yeah. you know I'm, i've recently played the dlc for you um luigi game yeah, um, yeah. But even then, like I still just, I just, I, they're just a massive cross pollination between all of them in terms of their mechanics. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think, uh, I think Penguin Mario made his debut in this one. Um, so uh, he allows you to not only throw ice fireballs as per Ice Mario, but also um, takes away any issues with running on ice, um, mm. it, which is particularly handy in some bosses. Uh, and you can do a cool thing where you slide on your belly, which uh, you get a lot of momentum going. You can slide over certain hmm. size gaps and things like that. Um, so those were the new features. And obviously there's plenty of levels designed around them. Um, it's got a couple of nods to world, I guess, in that there's a there's a, a, a red switch type. It's not really a palace, but there's an area where uh, on the map you can switch these switches on and off, which, which uh, create blocks yeah. on, on levels to jump up and down things. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like playing this now um, and playing the, the Wii U version back to back, there's there's a lot of Marioing to be done in these games. There's a lot of uh, really sh- you know tightly, thoughtfully designed Mario levels to be played. Um, and yet there is still that feeling, and I, I'm not sure whether it's you know overexposure, over familiarity. Obviously, this year because of these podcasts, I've been playing a lot of 2D Mario. Um, I wouldn't in in a way I you know I think these are you know the kind of the most comprehensive 2D Mario's they've got the most different they've got the most variety in them the most mm. sort of uh stuff to do but 
there is still that feeling of maybe maybe it's saturation or maybe it's just because I don't know. I, I, this is the thing. This is one of the reasons I wanted to cover these games is because I'm still slightly conflicted as to. Yeah. I, I feel like I I really admire them and I really like them, but I don't have the same affection ultimately as I do for the classic 2D Mario's. But I don't know if that's them or me. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Um, you know, I can't work out whether it's if it's like if it's the whole aesthetic that's not making me love them as much because the actual games themselves are like you say. Like they're good, fun games, or else I wouldn't have played them to you know 100% completion or more, or you know, or, uh, by more, I mean like Superstar yeah. World and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like there's just something I, I can't I only attribute it to the aesthetic. There's something that just as soon as I stop playing them, I forget about them, yeah. And that's a real shame to say that about a Mario game, but on the flip side, like there are loads of 2D platforming games that I've played that have just been awful from the off, so you know. The, there's a it sort of you know makes my heart warm when i when i think about these games because they are actually good games to play yeah i I totally agree Uh, and and it's not just me is it i mean like these we 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 haven't got onto the 3ds one yet which uh, only james has played and and was uh, easily the lowest scoring reviews wise but thinking about the ones i have played like the level design throughout is pretty it's just you know it's almost impeccable there's just there's so many clever little treats in their secrets mm. and and the the star coins are, are often so you know brilliantly devious and um stuff like freezing sliding enemy sliding penguins to make platforms and um you know and some of these platform things that you know like where you've got four things on a wheel and you t- stand on the nearest furthest forward one to push it forward and mm. you've got four scrolling levels and cubes that spin and all this stuff you have seen it before but so rarely kind of all put together in such a you know um a cohesive way that and 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 the difficulty curve for me you know throughout the games just seems spot on and like if somebody said you know which if somebody said oh i used to love i used to love 2d platformers back in the 90s whatever what are their are their games still like that around today you know that's kind of thing that sort of less hardcore gamers say to you and i would probably recommend new super mario brothers probably you over almost anything else because you know as, as brilliant as i think super meat boy is i think it would be it would be off-putting for some people as gloriously amazing looking as rayman origins mm. uh, and and legends or oranges and lemons uh, <laughs> are i still think for me the mario games just feel slightly better to play um but yet, you know, I, I probably actually was I was more blown away by the by the by the way the Ubisoft games look than than any of these. But I don't think the level design is quite is is still not quite up to Nintendo's standards. No, I agree. I mean, the only difference for me is that I, I find certainly um, New Super Mario Brothers U to be significantly harder for me than either Super Meat Boy or. Um, either of the Rayman games see that's mm. that's that's I mean that just shows that how what a um I, I guess what a person specific yeah. thing that is because yeah. I, mm. I I find um some levels of origins and legends absolutely maddening I mean I completed those mm. games um but I certainly I had no intention of doing the the super super hard stuff because I just thought I'd never get through it without smashing mm. Yeah, whereas, whereas I, uh, for Where, uh, yeah. Origins, gladly completed all of the, the ten uh, skeleton teeth levels. Yeah. yeah. Without. Is it, 
Is it, is it down to the save system and yeah. the live system? Because like, I, th- I think Rayman doesn't have have lives, it, does it? It's or down it to does, the, but... it, it... So I've written a note. I'm reluctant to cover this now because it is so specifically for me a new Super Mario Brothers U issue. But mm-hmm. it probably applies to the Wii version as well. It's kind of a, a combination in that well, what's true for all of the new Super Mario Brothers games is uh, when you die in a level, it feels like you are being punished several times for one mistake. In that <laughs> you're kicked to a menu, first of all. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. That's a, that's a load screen. So you're kicked to a menu. You're also kicked back to uh, the last checkpoint. That's the way games work. That's not that's not untoward at all. Um, you're reduced to small Mario again, which if you don't have any mm-hmm. items in your inventory is a problem. Um, yeah. And you lose a life. That's a lot of punishment yeah, I see for what you're falling saying. once in a level. You're really never very far from an item block, though, even in yeah, even used yeah, toughest true. levels. Um, but and as I say, if you, you, you rack up probably more um, invincibility yeah, yeah, stars yeah. than anything, but those will get you to an item block every single time. There's no level where I don't think where you can't get to an item block by just using an invincibility star just to get you to I that point, even if you agree, if it were not for my predilection for falling down holes, which invincibility stars <laughs> yeah, don't there, help there with. There is that. So. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think um, I think calling it New Super Mario Brothers lends, you know, obviously it lends a design decision, a, de- a design decision to make it like the original Mario Brothers. You know, yeah. where in in the original Mario Brothers, if you lost all your lives, you were back to oh, the yeah, start. Yeah, and I, I know, I know, like times have changed, and we've got save mm-hmm. systems and checkpoints and part, you know, stuff like that. We've got things to make the games, you know, easier to play and more accessible. But I think calling it New Super Mario Brothers, the Nintendo are like, right, we've got to have, you know, a, a, a live system that sort of harkens back to the old days because that's that's the game we're trying to make. And I think I kind of appreciate and kind of. I'm, I'm, uh, I appreciate Nintendo for sticking to their guns in doing that because that's the game they were, you know, looking to get Nintendo fans to, you know, look back on and go, oh yeah, I remember the old days when you lost five lives and blah da da da. da. <laughs> and I think if the game was called New Super Meat Boy, then maybe I could understand the comparisons. But it's not, you know, it's New Super Mario Brothers, and I, I get it. I, I get the save system is is a complete pain in the bum, and I, I don't like it. But I can sort of see why oh, yeah, they did yeah, it, definitely. and the, yeah. you know they have to kind of stick to their guns. And I, I, I championed it from. You know, I've had this conversation with um, good friends Gary Blower and Ben Ford, and I, I may have been a bit insensitive in my uh, in my um, treatment of them not yeah. being. You're rubbish. No, play kind properly. Of, but in, in, in a Darren way, I did it in a Darren way. Let's put it that way. I was a bit cheeky. I was you never bit, upset you know, anyone, do you? No, I'm, I'm great, me. I'm friends with everyone. Um, but yeah, no, and I was just like, ah, oh, I, I tried to help him out. And but I've had this, when this when the U version came out, I had this discussion over Twitter and even mm. I think face to face as well. And uh, I, I felt like I was patching highs in the mug, going, just run, stop, stop walking through the levels, run, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you will get across those gaps easier. You will find coins on the way that will give you an extra life. And I think playing New Super Mario Brothers as a series, you kind of have to appreciate what happened before because they do tricks, they hide things, they hide certain items in certain invisible blocks that yeah, harken back to the world days. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, And this this whole game is all about, this whole series for me is all about nostalgia You know, in terms of gameplay and that they, they thrive on you remembering how hard they used to be back in the day. Mm. But, you know, again, as well as the visuals and the audio, I'm completely conflicted with my feelings on the save system and the life system, like I appreciate 
that it's old. Yeah, it's understanding and why they put it there, and I think that's that's without question. Mm. You're absolutely right. They've 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 made the game this way to hark back to the 2D games, and and it does that mm. absolutely without being arguably as punishing overall. It's just as I say. I felt like every time I made a mistake, I was being slapped three times. Once for you know, yeah. <laughs> once for the yeah. mistake and twice just because it hated me. Um, and other games that are arguably more difficult, as Leon said, or, or certainly some people would find more difficult, feel less punishing. And that's an that's an odd mm-hmm. thing for me to feel from a Nintendo game because Nintendo makes some of the hardest games going historically they always have mm. done but they still especially with the Wii and, and these games came out during the Wii era they they want they wanted to portray and did portray I think a family friendly fun atmosphere and yeah. a night like I had two nights ago was as far from <laughs> yeah. I cannot imagine a child playing it's that like game I can't there. imagine a child playing that game I can't uh, the two key things are there's I think one thing is people really um, I'm not saying that this is a kind of you know an overt obvious like you know um, pride thing but I think people on some level find it difficult to have their ass repeatedly kicked by a game which is you know supposedly cutesy yeah, yeah. and Cold you know and for friendly, yeah. for fun for all the family kind of thing but also um, I think it I think these games don't necessarily sit that well with that many hardcore gamers uh, cane and rinse type people mm. who play everything because I've found that while I've you know over the last few months while I've been sitting down and playing 2D Mario again not at the exclusion of everything else but regularly mm. and a lot I've got so much yeah, better yeah. again now I'm nearly 42 and yet my Mario skills are probably as, as good as they've ever been even when I was first playing the series in, in the 80s and 90s J- just learning not only the feel of the control of Mario, which is, you know, or Luigi, um, which is absolutely vital and so specific to the Mario games. You know, Rayman doesn't feel anything like it. No other 2D platformer does other than direct clones like Guiana Sisters or whatever. And even they aren't quite the same. Um, but also understanding the philosophy of the level design where the, you know, there are so many, we talked about this on the, on the world and Yoshi's Island show. There are clues everywhere as to where there are invisible things, as to where there are secret lives, as to where there are star coins. And also, as Darren says, keeping up your momentum is absolutely crucial. Um, tiptoeing through levels. Mario is not designed to go slow. Um, there are lots of jumps that you know. If if you stand there waiting for ghosts or whatever to to cheap to cheap cheaps to head your way, you mm. will die. Yeah. You have to. These levels are designed around movement, which you know it's always a sort of irony because everyone thought that Sonic kind of came along and did that full blown momentum thing, but actually the philosophy there is, or while it is also about keeping moving, ultimately the way it plays out is is very different. Um, mainly because as Mario, you're not invincible when you're going really fast. Um, but I, what I've found is, particularly with the, the Star Coin challenges, it was just kind of like a whole other game, really, um, in that you can just play through these games, play through Eight Worlds, uh, you know, defeat Bowser, get Princess back, whatever, that's pretty much the, you know, the story yeah, of yeah. all these games, I think. <laughs> um and that's that's a lot of fun, but actually going back through each level again, we mm. talked about um, you know playing the, Mario, the levels in Super Mario sixty four over and over and becoming really familiar with them. Um, 
having or wanting to go back and collect each star coin. Now, thankfully, you don't have to get them all in one sitting, which would be uh, a lot more <laughs> like the red coins in, in Yoshi's Island. That would be really mean. So you can go in, go back in, get one, and then get to and just think, right, okay, I've got that one. That was tough. I'll get to the end and, and whatever. Yeah. Or you can go back and try and get them all. And there's different, the star coins, there's different kinds. There's ones that are in plain sight but that are diff- you know relatively challenging to actually get to there are ones that are a puzzle where you might have to there's so many different yeah, yeah, mini puzzles of these like there was one I was playing yesterday where you have to all these spiky balls come on it's a, it's a tower it's a fortress type one and all these spiky balls start coming on this platform that you're you're on that's scrolling up and it, they roll from side to side and they bump into each other you need to not use a power block which is is given to you to to uh, to make sure that those spiky balls are still there when you've scrolled all the way up to this coin, <laughs> so that they unlock, they smash all these bricks open. Yeah. Um, if they if they if they or something else hits the power block, I mean that's one of the fantastic things about these games is that it's not just the interaction between you and things. Other things interact with other things, so shells interact yeah. with coins and and all this other stuff. Uh, and there's all these, you know, kind of additional optional extra puzzles and then you've got other star coins which are kind of the, the puzzle is more about actually looking at the environment and seeing where there might be a special way to go for instance there's uh some on on like sandy levels where i mean this is even hard to describe but there are little you know colored blocks that make up platforms and backgrounds now there's there's pits in the bottom of the level of course because it's a super mario game and that's one of the ways that you can die now there's just one downwards pit which has a colored block behind it you know that you can walk in front of and that is your clue that down there there is more stuff and sometimes it might take you to an uh, it might scroll down and take you to another section that was hidden before or it might even do the you know the warp thing you know the screen goes black and bring you to a whole new area and all that stuff there's so much thought and planning goes into all that stuff that is that is hugely admirable and, and, and impressive, and it really does hark back to the the discovering the mystery and wonder of of the you know going across the top of the screen in the first mm. Super Mario Brothers or the the Switch palaces in in World, and like as, while I agree with what you're saying, Darren, that these games probably you know in terms of their creation budget, development budget, it can't be anything like say the Galaxy games, but I reckon making sure these levels are to their specification of that standard probably takes a, a heck of a lot of designing, yeah. especially when they've made literally hundreds of them before and they're still having <laughs> yeah. to come up with new variations. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it's the it's the little things, looking for a room where it's not quite symmetrical, well, you know there's something going on, or there's just a little um, one single block cut away and that's all the hint you get that actually yeah. there's a hidden passage there that you're not going to find unless you just try and walk into it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or knowing that next to almost every, I think, boss door, there's an invisible power-up block. Yep. There, just, there yep. just is. Go past yeah. it, hit the wall, and, and there's an invisible power block. It's just one of those things, yeah, you just get used to the language of, of Mario games. And certainly, I agree with you, I, I'm better at Mario games now than I was uh, when I was younger. Uh, and I haven't played as much mm. of them as you have, and, and that's probably... Um, part of the the reason that I I find uh, f- probably found these games more difficult than than many people would um and, and yeah no I I agree with absolutely all of that and it's the the cutesy nature of it definitely does make one feel like it should be easier and I think also 
to be fair, um, f for me, certainly you and two, I am playing after having played 3D Land and 3D World. Those are significantly mm. easier games to, co to, to complete, I think so. yeah. just to, to the credits. I, I don't know about what goes beyond beating Bowser, because that's where I play to, I just do. Um, it just seems with those games, um, I was able to get more of the um, the star coins as I went through, um, and I was able to get through the game easier, but I was aware that there was going to be a greater challenge if I wanted to collect all of the stuff to to get all of the um, the the flagpole um, golden flagpole is it called um, where you you know, hit the top of the mm -hmm. flagpole etc. Um, mm -hmm. I was yeah, aware yeah. the challenge was there if I wanted it or if I felt I was up to yeah. it. Um, whereas with with these games, to a certain extent, I think the challenge is there just to complete, which is exactly what Two D Mario was about. The challenge was to complete it, finding the hidden stuff, etc. That was for people who knew the game inside out and then found the hidden passages and and well, the, I guess the warps back in in old Two D Mario, etc. But well, it's hugely rewarding, though, and, yeah. and as I say, there is a whole new relationship you have with the game if you go beyond the basic yeah. completion. In the same way as, you know, completing Super Mario 64 with 120 stars is mm -hmm. much more deeply satisfying than doing it with 70. Mm -hmm. um, that You know, I'm speaking as somebody, I haven't got all the star coins in all of the games. I gave up on DS. Um, I'm halfway through Wii, and I'm probably about a quarter of the way mm -hmm. through you, so I haven't done it all yet. But actually, I really enjoy the fact that I've got all that to do yeah. still I just keep it there as, as a kind of general fun gaming challenge I fancy playing some Mario I'll get some of those star coins I haven't got yet one day maybe I'll get them all and finish finish the you know the, the star road the, the bonus levels yeah. that you unlock yeah so fast forward um there was a gap of uh what a few years yeah. um till 2000 and uh, 12? Yeah, 2012 yes often, summer yeah. 2012 yeah. so almost three years um, and New Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, so this is still Nintendo EAD Group number 4, uh, as all the others, but there is a new director. Uh, his name is Yusuke Amano, and um, it's struggle to find full credits for him, but uh, he I know that he worked on Animal Crossing Wild World on the Wii, the least... Uh, fancied Animal Crossing game um, but he did work on The Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube um, which, which which was a lovely thing yes um, uh, Tezuka stayed on as producer with Kimura uh, Kenta Nagata stayed on as composer um, but this game and I remember that this is the reason that neither Darren nor I have played this game I suspect is that there was a general sense that this just wasn't nearly up to the standard of the others the the review scores plummeted by an average of 10% still a you know not a disastrous 78.4% um but overall listening to gaming podcasts at the time the people who did pick it up because you know either they you know they bought it because they're video game fans who buy everything or it was you know podcasts like Giant Bomb where they get sent everything were really quite scathing of this one um it certainly didn't do, even though the 3DS was starting to uh, flourish at this point, it, the sales drop from the 27.38 million of the previous game to the 7.47 million, still not a you know a shabby number, uh, is quite significant. Now, James, you're the only one of the three of us mm. who's actually played this, so apologies, listeners, for not being as thorough on this. But 
uh, yeah, simply I looked at it again in the shop today thinking I should really play this. It's still thirty-seven ninety-nine, and, this and is the um, problem, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, is yeah, yeah. Nintendo's blessing and curse is that they can get away with keeping their RRP uh, set high, although I guess they technically don't have one in Europe. But um, mm. but yeah, the games stay high price, which means that the the good games you kind of just shrug and say, well, I may as well get them because they're never going to drop in price, and the games you're not quite sure on, you're you're never pushed mm. over that tipping point. I'm hoping for an eShop sale. I think I would buy this for maybe £20, maybe £15. And it's a strange one because exactly what you've just said there, the the level design, the game is is Mario, arguably is up to the standard. The problem is, in this game's case specifically, that what it adds that's new isn't terribly interesting and mostly it just feels like more of the same. I think it's mm. coins, James. Loads it's, of them. It's loads very of coins. gold. It's very, very gold. <laughs> yeah. So that was the whole the whole thing around this was um, coins, 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 coins. And I actually, <laughs> I, I got to admit, I kind of, I, it kind of appealed to me. This idea has got this overall goal of collecting yeah. a, a billion coins or yeah, whatever a it is. In the first um, so basically, you can grind Mario, which is kind of a weird, <laughs> weird idea. But I assumed that you see, you're saying that the level design's kind of up there and whatever, but. The, the things I heard made me feel like other people were saying that it wasn't. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doubting yeah, you. Well, but no, it to, to me, um, it, it feels like a good Mario game. I think the problem is that the standards are somewhat different, and that's not a criticism of anyone else. It's a fact. You expect a lot when you see Mario on the front of a box. You, I do. I know I do. I expect a lot. I expect to see things I have not seen in another Mario game, let alone another game, I guess, is is the way to put it. I think probably, uh, having not played it, my, my assumption is that the reason this game suffered... Uh, so you know, so much in terms of review scores was that this one came after Three D yeah. Land, which was a, a 3DS launch game. Um, as I say, we're not covering it yet, but I know that uh, I know that virtually everyone on the Kane and Rince team who who played 3D Land absolutely adored it. Um, like one of our favourite Mario games, I think it's fair to say. Uh, so I think maybe going, you know, just like there was already maybe a little bit of fatigue setting in with 2D Marios, the the new 2D Marios. Mm. And then when this kind of because the land, the 3D land world games are a kind of hybrid of the, the philosophies of both the 2D yeah. and the 3D Marios. And then this felt m- even more like a throwback, maybe. And that's why reviewers were less well, kind to it. Especially as... I talked about each of the the games in this series kind of having their their marketing points, if you like, their their back of the box bullet points. And there's there's one that's about the the kind of overall gameplay and, and so for New Super Mario Brothers it was just two D Mario again. Um, for Wii it was the four player you know aspect, um, and for New Super Mario Brothers two it was the coins. And as someone who lamented the fact that coins and lives were there for the sake of coins and lives being there, and not really, mm. not really, uh, nothing interesting done with them aside from obviously hundred coins, extra life, and and lives t- to to hark back to the, this kind of old way, of, the old school Mario uh, mechanics. Um, mm. So so this time around they did something interesting with the coins, and in terms of power ups, again part of the problem was each one. Kind of felt like it had its its 
front of the box power up that it was going to say this is what we're doing slightly differently this time in this case it was the super leaf which had kind of just had its mm. day in Mario 3D land because <laughs> that was the big yeah. thing about that game so it from that res- mm-hmm. that point of view you're exactly right it did feel like well we've just had 3D land what are you doing that's different coins and mm. when you come to that kind of overarching game philosophy for new super mario brothers 2 you have a counter on the screen the entire game that indicates to you you need to earn a million coins there are a lot more coins in in each level and there are ways of getting more but they still rack up pretty slowly and it starts to feel a little bit like Nintendo were trying to do what Facebook games and portable games did in terms of you've got to get the next level you've got to you know, collect and collect and collect and maybe Mm. they're doing some massive commentary on the world economy I don't know, it seemed to me like (laughs) it was not really going anywhere um, I mean, there uh, are a couple of power-ups that are that are fun. Um, you get the the golden block head, which comes back in 3D worlds. I can't remember if that was in 3D land, but you, you pop that on your head, you run around and you spout out coins. The, the faster you go, the more coins. Yeah, there, that's, there, that's there, fun. It's pleasing. 3D world, you know, I think. It just is. Um, and and the gold flowers in there, where you if you shoot an enemy, uh, it bursts into coins. It's just showers yeah. of coins See everywhere. That? So. That does look like it would please me. Yeah. There's, the, yeah, there's yeah. that level in 3D World, the golden train. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's good. Uh, and that really <laughs> that makes me... That does give me a little, uh, a little gold, a little gold semi. <laughs> well, I think that's the problem, is it all looks so aesthetically so incredibly pleasing. Like, you know, that, that part of me that I've talked about in the Borderlands show we talked about, I think, Leon that wants to hear that ding as I level up, that wants that to ka-ching, ka-ching. chase yeah, the, yeah. the sort of um, checklist gaming, if you like. I, I want to see just coins everywhere and me collecting them all. Um, the, yeah. the problem is that I finished the six worlds, so a, a shorter number of worlds to get to the, the end. Yeah, yeah. With, a, I think it was 22,000 coins. I, oh, I need a well million. Short, then. Uh, and I don't think I was... <laughs> Lacks in picking up as many coins as I mm. could. So when we're talking grinding Mario, we're talking grinding yeah, Mario. Um, coin rush mode I didn't try because so coin rush mode is introduced where you're given three random. Uh, they're not full levels from the game. They're kind of uh, slightly altered uh, levels from the game. You're given um, three of those randomly selected, um, and you complete them, and you street pass with other players and your scores compared to theirs and you you know you you get onto leaderboards and uh, and that kind of thing. I didn't do any of that because I don't street pass with people and I don't know how many levels they select from but if it is one for every um, level in the game there are 80 levels in the in the sort of main game. In theory that gives 492,960 different combinations of three levels you could have if they mm. treat the order as significant. Or uh, 82,160 if it can be in any order. That doesn't give you a very high chance of finding someone who's played the same three levels you have. Even if you are living in London <laughs> passing people all the time. I assume it's yeah, not yeah. that remote. But for me, I don't get street passes very often. So anything that's yeah. tied to that is not going to work. And They released some DLC for this one as well, didn't they? Yeah, course packs. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did, yeah. Different course packs. Didn't... Well, pull any of those down either um, 
but mm. to my detriment again as I say I, I, I treat Mario games as basic completion um, 3D Land mm. and 3D World are the ones that, that kind of turned me around on that I've got to say because I just wanted to play so much more of those um, yeah. they were just yeah. incredibly inviting to me so uh, mm. I, I don't think mm. anyone who's played them would I think I hope everyone would understand that um, whereas New Super Mario Brothers 2 it felt short um, it felt like it wasn't doing much different to the original New Super Mario Brothers which when we're now you know six years on a whole new console with a lot extra power um, even the 3D what it does instead of separating the the foreground and background physically it blurs the background which makes the foreground really stand out but it doesn't look terribly interesting as a 3D game mm. and again having just come after 3D land that's a problem I think because whether you're playing in 2D or 3D 3D land just mm. looks fantastic um, it did feel it did feel a bit saturated around this yeah. time uh, because at E3 2012 they they unveiled well this and the U yeah. version like in the same year and for, for as a Mario fan and a Nintendo fan for many generations like I'm used to the one per console rule and this this stays to that but they're they're so tightly compacted together like July and November in the same year I I, I knew I was going to get a Wii U on launch so I kind of waited for the U version I didn't want to you know tire myself out on the series mm. before mm. the new shiny console yeah. version came out and it just seems like I don't know, like it, it kind of the game's all about collecting coins, and I kind of feel like Nintendo were doing the same in releasing a new Super Mario Brothers. They were just trying to grab some money while, while you know, while while they can. It was just like, here's another Mario. Okay, <laughs> it's got coins in it, yeah. and yeah, I just, I remember seeing it, just thinking, all right. I mean, I know I'm going to get the U version instead, so I, I'm just not going to bother. I'm afraid. There's, I mean, there's um, also stuff like um, one of the sets of bosses that you come across are are they called Resners? They're like Rhino. Uh, oh yeah, yeah from yeah. world. Um, they're on yeah. a carousel rotating around, and they're on just the standard Ooh. question mark blocks. They're back. You just run up and jump up and hit them. They're not a bot, and they <laughs> yeah. go all the way through the game. You fight these several times with different numbers of resners. <laughs> they start firing fireballs at you, but I, they're so you easy. Ex- aren't they? You expect something to happen. <laughs> something, anything. <laughs> so I, I guess that's yeah. That, that, that's. That's again another throwback yeah, to the old. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's not a brother's game, the world's you know the world bosses. But um, that's a throwback yeah, yeah. to the Super Mario World, and it's just like okay, yeah, you can throw back to that, but do something interesting try with and it. Make yeah, it a bit, bit more twist. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and yeah. but they're called Resonance, so they get a pass. Yeah, I mean the bosses throughout uh, are generally hark back yeah. to the the classic games, the three hits on the head, and I I still enjoy. Yeah. Uh, bopping the 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 Cooper gang, whatever mm. um, you know, they they <clears throat> they tend to be cutely animated. They have a funny laugh, or, or Bowser Junior does anyway. Um, Iggy and all that lot. <clears throat> they each have a different single screen thing, and there's there's usually a, a they've they've got a very short pattern that you can yeah. learn very quickly. And, and all slightly different one. As long as you've got as long as you're Super Mario, you can pr- pretty much do them the first yeah. time. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I think that's the way I felt about this, and, and I assume how other people felt about it was played the game, but all from about halfway through, I was just waiting for something to happen, and it never quite did. Mm-hmm. So it's got all that pleasing mm-hmm. stuff that's added, and, and it's got it in spades because it's doing what Mario games do, but particularly where the coins are concerned, more of it. But even like the final um, boss fight, 
uh, or the lead up to the the boss fight, you're you're running along the level, but um, you've got the the Koopa kids Koopa gang in their kind of ship, you know, flying ship in the background. Um, every so often, shining a light on you, and if they do, they turn you to to stone, so you have to hide behind the walls. Um, and and again, that that seemed like it should be interesting, but you think, well, that you've seen that in other games, and that's not what you, I expect from. Mario, I expect to see something that I think, wow, I've not seen that before. Not even in the Mario game, but you know that felt very much like the Arkham Asylum Scarecrow levels because mm. that's what it was. And there's more momentum to it, but it's a stop-start momentum because you always have to get to the next safe zone and and stay there. Um, and and the final um, the final boss, you're you're climbing up. Um, Platforms and and Bowser's looking left, right, or straight ahead, and that tells you where he's going to slam his fist. So you're just dodging it. I compare that to the final boss of Super Mario 3D World, which just blew my socks off completely. It really did, mm. and and it mm. all it looked great. It, it did a lot of things that were absolutely what you'd expect from Mario, but it just didn't do that thing you expect from Mario, yeah. just to kind of surprise you. Actually, the final boss of the Wii version is perhaps the most ambitious of the new Super Mario bosses. Um, the the boss of you um, is is a big Bowser, but it's just like a single screen affair. Whereas the boss of the Wii version is a kind of um, you have a Bowser actually chasing you across a level from left to right, a giant Bowser. Oh, one of the, the four scrolling screen. levels. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, just a mere uh, half a year um, after. New Super Mario Bros. 2 came with a bit of a whimper by Mario standards. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. U arrived on the new Nintendo's first HD console, the Wii U. Uh, Now, new new director in charge, um, making his directorial debut uh, following... uh, He started life as a debug support worker at Nintendo on Mario Strikers Charged. (laughs) We play Wii Sports. Uh, did some map and level design on uh, Yoshi Touch and Go again, um, and the New Super Mario Brothers and uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. But yes, uh, he was given this uh, pretty, you know, uh, it probably didn't feel as special as it sh- as it should have done or would have done to be playing 2D Mario in in HD for the first time, simply because of the existence of the previous games in the series, particularly the one we've just talked about, the one that came out mm. six months before. Mm. Um, but I guess it was, you know, it was quite a big deal. And actually, it must be the biggest selling game on the Wii U by by a country mile. It sold um, just under four million copies, which mm. compared to the thirty million nearly of the earlier games is piffling. However. Uh, this is on a system which uh, everybody knows hasn't uh, hasn't done well commercially at all. Um, so my history with this one was uh, I um, didn't get it with my Wii U, but uh, I got my Wii U just before Christmas that year. Um, and on Christmas Day itself, I thought, yeah, I'm going to buy it. So I do- downloaded it for the full 49.99 on Christmas Day <laughs> via the eShop. Um, no regrets though you know um, uh, and uh, it was actually it was really really nice at the time now the Miiverse was obviously a new thing and and the Miiverse is still uh, feels like a complete oasis of joy on the you know of all the internet communities in the world because I, I realize it's mainly probably because it's highly moderated but it's a happy place full of positive people um and 
there was this real sense of people all playing this game at the same time and it was the first time I've ever had that sense of like Mario community because I'd always played the other games mm. well, pretty much in isolation or often long after they'd originally been been launched so it was it was nice to be kind of felt like I was sharing this Mario experience without having the horror of the, the multiplayer which is mm. of course still an option in this if you've got if you've got Wiimotes as well as your your gamepad but um, yeah so the, I, it was actually one of the first games I reviewed professionally um, it was my own copy though because we weren't getting review copies at that point because the site wasn't live um, I played uh, you know most of it uh, before I reviewed it gave it four stars um, which sort of tallies up with the game rankings average review score which is up on the previous game uh, 84.48% um, and uh, yeah, now I've been back and done some more of it. Um, I still think on a uh, on an objective level, not that one can really be objective, um, but it feels to me like kind of the the most complete and most fulfilling three two uh, D Mario since Super Mario World to me, mm. because it, it obviously it harks back to World, but with with the with the map and 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 the secrets that come off the map yeah. and things like that. Um, it's got obviously it's got the the extra hook of uh, of HD graphics, which while the the style is still you know a little bit bland, perhaps it's still just you know it's just two D Mario in, but it does you know it has bits that look really quite nice. Oh, it's yeah. very easy on the eye, um, especially some of the levels with uh, you know starry backgrounds and things like that, and some like light- some cool lighting effects. And it's just uh, yeah, to me it just feels like a really you know complete solid like if as I say if somebody said to me now what 2D platformer do I play, it would probably be this one, if if not Rayman Legends. Hmm. Darren, uh, obviously you got a Wii U at launch. Did you get this day one then? Yeah, I got the Zombie U premium pack in uh, with, you know, um, with the Pro Controller as well as Mario U and I can't remember now, but probably something else, yeah. And uh, just got a very happy memory of waiting for the posted to turn up and then downloading that massive day one update to play a Mario game oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah um, you're talking about the Miiverse being like a very nice communal place and you know, it's all happy friendly playground it, I also like the fact that people were helping each other out like when mm. they'd beaten a level it was kind of like you might they, they drew little pictures like you might want to go down here and I yeah, tried yeah. to join in but my Rolf Harris skills are very lacking and I couldn't uh, which Rolf Harris skills <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Drawing, uh, drawing, <laughs> just drawing, rather than playing a wobble board. Uh, but uh, yeah. that, that wasn't what I was referring to. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we were making but yeah, no allegations. My, my, my drawing skills weren't up to par with uh, other people's uh, impeccable recreations of um, of the levels. And they were like, you know what, you might want to try go behind this thing and behind that. And I thought it was, it was such a good idea to see these messages pop up when you died mm. on the world map. And yeah, it was kind of like... Oh, so this is what the Wii you can do, and uh, yeah, I, I played this game to completion. Like you know, all the star coins, all all of the uh, the superstar road at the end, which I I thought was a spoiler when I first when I first discovered that. I was like, they've got a new star road, and I put I put a picture on the Miiverse saying I can't believe this has happened, and I tagged it as a spoiler, and it sort of hid the image away from the people who yeah. didn't want to see it. That's how excited <laughs> I was to see. Yeah. That superstar road was like. Well, there was one in the Wii version as well, of course. Yeah, but it was it was in it was in a star, but the levels weren't designed at the star edges. You know, it's kind of like a row of four and a row of four. Whereas in the Wii U version, you went around the star itself, like the Super NES game, which is obviously why I'm so excited. It yeah. was it was more of a throwback to the SNES star road okay. world than yeah. um, 
you know and it's only by the the map design you know something as simple as that and i was like whoa they've actually gone and done it and i think in the wii one they call it world nine whereas here they actually call yes. it superstar road so yes there was uh, it's petty things but those things um yeah. you know of what it's all about and it's all about memory and nostalgia and i yeah i i, I agree that this is the pinnacle of the series um and but yeah, it's probably one of the most controversial because, like, fifty-fifty that down the line, I've had conversations saying this game's great. I really thought, yeah. the, thought the curve was brilliant, and then we've got James, Ben, and Gary, you know, like saying this game's ridiculous. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's it has to be said, you know, when you do die, as I say, inevitably you lose lives in a two D Mario. Mm-hmm. Even even if you know, like, I didn't find this game extraordinarily difficult to complete, but I died sometimes. And when you die, you get taken to a page of Miiverse quotes from people um again I'm, i assume they're moderated before they flash up in in these uh, yeah. in these areas because this is nintendo but a lot of them just say too hard or dear bowser i hate you and you know yeah. just uh, 45 lives to get this you know and all this stuff and <laughs> and i'm just thinking well really have you played mario before it's not Anyway, yeah. so um, that, that uh, rings true for the Luigi DLC as well. Like, uh, and that game is designed yeah. to be harder, and I can understand the frustration because even yeah. though the levels are ninety seconds or ninety Mario seconds long, uh, <laughs> that they are genuinely tougher. We'll talk about Luigi in a sec, but let, first let's find out about uh, James. So you haven't managed to finish this in time, which is fine. No, um, I, I've completed World Five, and I'm making my way through six at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. And you, and as we've already kind of said, you, you had a you had one particularly galling session, um, and since then you've made some more progress. But overall, you consider New Super Mario Brothers U like probably one of the toughest platform games you've ever played. Um, it's tough to say because the actual platforming itself, I get what you guys are saying. You know. It, it's a Mario game, you know, what do you expect is basically the way I talk to myself about this as much as, as you guys would say that to, to anyone else. Um, mm. But I did have a, a session of sitting down and playing it that just absolutely drove me mad. And I think what it is, the first two worlds, relatively straightforward. Yes, I was losing lives, but I was getting plenty, so it was it was... It was fine. It balanced out. Nice peaks and troughs. Got through the first two worlds, no problem. And then you get a split in the path. You either go to um, uh, why am I blanking on the underwater level and the frosted level? Summit sparkly yeah. thing and yeah. So well, <laughs> doesn't matter. And, and it, it literally comes down to like on the the frosted level, you got big stars in the sky that are turning around. I fell off those so many times because. It's very yeah. finely balanced as to which, you know, at what part of the star you're on and, and exactly where it is in its turn as to whether or not you're going to um, jump far enough to reach the next star. And and to me, it needs a lot of micromanagement to get myself in the right place to jump. It's probably perfectly feasible to bounce your way across there doing a triple jump and pirouetting at the end mm-hmm. of it all if you're down. Yeah. I just could not get it at all. <laughs> I, I couldn't get the rhythm to it. I couldn't get the feel of it. Um, yeah. So to me, worlds three and four, where they they split like that, that's a that was a spike that I just was not ready for based on how I'd done in the first two worlds, um, and mm. yeah, I, I agree. Like bosses, yeah, took them out first time. Generally, maybe if I mucked up, I had to go at it again. Um, yeah, but for whatever reason, worlds um, worlds three and four just stumped me for an entire evening, and that's. Mm. 
that that that's frustrating. It, it honestly is. To to that end, it's it's probably not the hardest platform I've played. I, I completed um, the basic level of completion again because that's my middle name uh, of of Super Meat Boy and the final level in that, which I haven't I, done by the way. I ran at <laughs> I don't know how many times. If someone told me it was two hundred, I would not be surprised. But yeah. obviously, that's two hundred in the space of you know an evening because that's just how quick you get you know get through that. So. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. So, but you clearly weren't alone. Yeah, no, uh, uh, and uh, there's more visibility of it now. Like I imagine when people were playing Super Mario World back in the early nineties, yeah. people a lot of you know the the vast yeah. majority of people probably who weren't as committed to it as as you know the likes of me and mm. Darren. I you know loads of people would have given up way before they even got to the basic completion yeah. and as for the special levels you know and this is not me saying oh I'm a great games player because I'd never suggest that I've just I've yeah. played a lot of Mario and I can get through these games if I put the effort in and put the hours in um, but sometimes you know I, I pick up some games and, and I get super frustrated with them really hard and, and I yeah. think oh this is you know is this worth it and, and whatever and as I say, based on those Meverse posts, which is something we'd never had before with a Mario game, there were clearly a lot of people, and and as you say, Darren, um, yeah, friends of the show, Gary Blower, and uh, and Ben Ford, mm. both, you know, found this game. I mean, you know, Gary Gary said he's never enjoyed a two D Mario game, which which separates him from you know mm. anyone who's been on any of these podcasts. Um, it's obviously why he, you know, he yeah. wouldn't have been, mm. but um, it's. They they have their, they have a, a, a skill set and and like any other game you know as much as they are you know, many of the games in the series have been some of the highest rated games of all time not everyone likes yeah, them and, yeah, you know, and that's fine and, and if that's because they're you know I remember playing um, you know back in the nineties two uh, D platformers perhaps the most prevalent genre of video game it seems like a long time ago now but. Um, and playing them with my girlfriend at the time, she used to enjoy playing um, certain platformers, but she couldn't get on with Mario at all because of his inertia. She used to call him an inertia-ridden <laughs> freak. And, uh, you know, she would she would happily play, I don't know, Tiny Toons Adventures, Adventures Buster Bust Loose on the Mega Drive or something like that. But Mario was just this slippy slidiness, this inertia that he's got, the, you know, the, the some of the little tiny platforms and the inexorable onslaught of little enemies trying to take you out it's just it like everything it's not yeah. for everybody and uh, so I, th- I think there's multiple things you've mentioned there um f- first of all i think i think for a game that harks back to 2d mario it- it's up against the fact that nowadays mario games possibly aren't as at their basic level difficult as those were these these are trying to be to a certain extent so for me, I'd say that in terms of my Mario skills, I'm better, but equally well, there is an argument to be made, I think, that 3D Land and 3D World have made me quote-unquote soft when it comes to that kind of thing. <laughs> now, that said, I've played through the entirety of both Rayman, recent Rayman games, um, Origins to its in, in, complete, entire completion, um, and Super Meat Boy as well, so it's not that the difficulty in and of itself is putting me off. I think there's also the fact that when I have a phone sitting next to me in Twitter and I can make some witty, angry, rage-worthy comments and know that I'll get a few answers, um, it's kind of easy to make that comment. Whereas as a child in my bedroom, I mm. threw the controller at the nice soft carpet to make sure I didn't break it and went away, <laughs> got a drink, came back and had another go. So th- there's something to be said for not having that immediate outlet for something that actually 
you know you're in the heat of the moment and a bit frustrated um that yeah. said you're, you're quite right uh ben ford and and um Gary Blower both came onto Twitter and said, yeah, it's a really tough game, didn't enjoy it in the slightest, and they are both people, certainly Ben, who has nothing but fondness for 3D Land, the 3D World, the Galaxy games, as far as I know, yeah. at least. Um, yep. So there is definitely something there. For me, I was incredibly frustrated. I then had a much better night the following night. I think this is, New Super Mario Bros. U is a fantastic game. I do wonder what me of 20 years ago would think sitting down to play it but that's through the the lens I have now I, I probably would have been absolutely fine I wouldn't have got as frustrated as I did now I, I imagine um, but again it is it, I, I just thought of you know parents who played Super Mario Brothers 3 or earlier back in the day thinking oh this will be a great game to play with my kids and I, I just think is it going to be a great experience? I don't know. I mean, we we haven't talked mm. um, multiplayer in this one. If you have a, if you are there with a gamepad set in front of you and you're putting extra mm. uh, platforms out for um, your your child, your yeah. partner, your your friend who plays games to to um, sit down uh, to to jump on and, and to help them get around to the star coins or to just the end of the level, yeah. then you know there are ways to make that easier. Um, I didn't have that. I didn't try that, but I think that's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the multiplayer thing returns, but obviously, the, uh, probably the biggest innovation here is the mm. touchpad uh, on the gamepad, enabling one player to to yeah to support and help the other players. But presumably, again, I don't know because I really haven't played it. I played a little bit of two-player coin battle or something, which was moderately diverting for you know an hour or so. Um, presumably, you still have the thing where you know one of you falls off, then you come back in a bubble as long as the other person stays alive. I wonder if the difficulty of this game, if it is actually higher than the Wii game, um, I'm not really sure. I've been playing them mix and matching. I couldn't really say for sure whether I think it's it's like actually harder. Um, was it a deliberate move on the part of the new director? Did he feel that Wii was a little bit too soft or something, or was it just a was that just how it came about, or is it just not that much harder? It's just a perception thing, and because we didn't all have that discussion about the Wii version at the time, because you know different things were happening, Twitter wasn't as big, and 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 whatever. It's hard to say. Mm. It's um, you, you reminded me of the boost mode they call it in the U version, in which yeah. the the player two, yeah, um, can sort of tap the touchscreen to That's create it, yeah. platforms it's a nice idea and it adds um it's kind of what i wanted from mario multiplayer you know like the idea of it works better than what i thought it would as i uh, but in re- the reverse orders oh, excuse me but in actuality the actual four player cooperative works worse than i thought yeah. it would so there's, there's a weird switch around there I, I didn't think putting blocks on the screen would work as well as it does and um but there is something there's something really manic but controllable, um, you know, mania about it. Where it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to fall off this ledge now. Press it now, and then if <laughs> yeah. you la- if you land on the platform when it has like um, a playing card symbol like spade, diamond, club, heart, you get um, it fills up a meter, and then when this meter's full, you get a, you get a star for free, which is quite a nice touch. Mm. Uh, so um, when I, I you know I'm not saying I I breeze through this game merrily you know with um with my hands in my pocket i did i did struggle for some levels but that's when i whipped out the boost mode and i got someone involved who doesn't necessarily play games all the time but that they can touch the touch screen well enough mm. for me to get to the end and 
manipulate these these free stars that I was getting. So there are ways around it. Um, mm. And it, even when I found myself stuck without a boost mode player, I could rely on maybe another friend or like a, or a relative, like a brother or something, to who do, who does play games to sort of literally boost me through by um, offering their head as a platform. So yeah, there are options. Uh, it's just whether you've got the people around you to make the game easier. Judging by the plummeting sales and review scores, perhaps the last new Super Mario game? I don't know. Well, it's not Mario. It's, of course, uh, as part of that was the year of Luigi. New Super Luigi U, mm. uh, which came out in the summer mm. of last year, 2013, um received many reviews off its own back because it was uh, either premium price DLC or uh, or in, indeed a standalone retail version which was I can't remember how much they charged for that because it didn't include 9.99 yeah which seemed a bit crazy because it didn't include the, the Mario game, game did yeah. it it was it was just it was just the Luigi yeah um, it's, a bit, it's a bit expensive yeah, it did see it like it's the sort of I mean we'll talk about it there's quite a lot to it in some ways but in another way you could have almost imagine this being included as an unlockable in I mean like in yeah. you know Galaxy 2 you've got you've got Luigi and the green stars which is kind of like a whole nother mm-hmm. game. Um I mean if Galaxy 2 had come out now would that have been DLC possibly? Mm-hmm. We've just seen Nintendo doing their first season pass for a for the 3DS golf game so who knows but uh so what this was um, was uh, a, it's kind of a remix. It's like the Lost Levels version, yeah. I suppose, of New Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers. You um, you play Luigi with similar physics to him in uh, the Lost Levels. That is, uh, he jumps longer and higher, but skids about more. Same as in Galaxy, really, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think every level from the Mario game, or certainly the vast majority of levels, are here in remixed form. But they're quite significantly remixed in that, as you mentioned earlier, Darren, they are down to uh, a time a timer of 100, uh, I think it is. Yeah. And, and um, obviously they still have the three star coins, but they're, they're very much crammed in. So this tends to be... This is it's a little bit unlike any Mario you've played before in that it tends to be like one or two kind of extended set pieces designed to really test your Mario your Marioing skills or your mm. Luigiing skills. Um but ultimately you are still playing over the entire world of the Mario game and it's got the bosses and it's got the you know the wraparound story with Peach and all that sort of thing. Um now at the t- I I th- I can't even remember if I paid for this myself or I got a review copy but I reviewed it for bt.com and uh, I gave it a relatively positive review although you know I said that this was for uh, people who had pretty much exhausted all the possibilities of the Mario game um it wasn't something to be taken lightly uh Darren I remember you at the time you weren't overly enthused you you did get it yeah, uh, but you didn't love it. I think is that fair? I was caught up in the hype of the year of Luigi. I think. And, <laughs> yeah, who, you know, who wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> I got um, I got it downloaded from the eShop because you know it was like it was quite novel at the time to get DLC for a Mario game, and you know yeah. it still is, I guess. Um, mm. So yeah, I downloaded it and I played for like three quarters of it, and I was just like, "Don't make me go through the world map again. Like, just just give me a, like a level select screen or something." I was. I was just, I think I was just tired of it all by then. Uh, you know, I, I just played through the whole game and then yeah. it didn't seem long enough for me to start playing it again as Luigi. And it, it's not the same, but, you know, essentially it is in terms of gameplay. Mm. It just wasn't different enough. And and it's really short and that's the very nature of the game. It's supposed to be, you know, 90, you've got 99 seconds because that's when the fast music, or 100 seconds, therefore 99. Mm-hmm. 
it, the fast music kicks in and it, it you know it sets off a decent pace and I, I quite in, mm. I quite like that I quite like the fact that you were just told to go and there was no there was no messing around there was no dawdling like it was it kind of felt like to me how I should be playing Mario you know just run just go as fast as you can and uh, and, and deal with the consequences as you uh, go hurtling towards everything but yeah I finished it it turns out I stopped playing it right at the end and I, I turned it on the other day and I was like oh I'm right at the end I might as well yeah I might as well, do, might as well finish it and you know it's it's fine it just I don't know it's too short it's overpriced and I can't really recommend it as a it doesn't feel any different to the challenges in the Mario U game like there's challenges in there that are really good they're like you know jump on as many Goombas as possible in 100 seconds or run as fast as you can to the goal pole within 30 seconds but every time you jump on something you get more time I think there's there's better levels in the challenge sections on Mario U than there is in this new Super Luigi U which is a shame because you know it cost me 18 quid <laughs> yeah yeah um, whereas I rather like it uh, I quite like the sort of the change of pace, the fact that it's so brutal. It does hark back to classic days, but I think it is very much. Uh, I think it, I, I felt when I reviewed it, it was important to to say to people that this is for those who have exhausted mm. all other Mario, all, all other two D Marios, because it is you know it is more of the same in in a lot of ways, but it is you know it, it is demanding. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't mind that it it wasn't hugely long because I mean, in terms of time, because there's actually a lot to do in there. And I think if for anyone to collect all the star coins would probably take a good few hours because mm-hmm. it's uh, some of some of it is quite you know quite tricksy. Anyone who's any any one of those many people like James who who's have significant problems with the Mario game, I think probably just don't go anywhere near this. But, <laughs> yeah, um, definitely not. Yeah, I mean the the reviews, as I say, were uh, less less kind. Again, this was the lowest rated New Super Mario thing with seventy five point nine two percent average. Um, I think I think a lot of the reviewers felt, as you do, that it was it was a it wasn't there wasn't enough to it for the money that they were asking, which I'm sure is still what they're asking for it on the eShop. Mm. I expect it's subject to the occasional sale. Um, I think they should probably just chuck it in for free now if you buy Mario U well, at this stage. But you're still I'm sure paying forty nine ninety nine for it, which it still is on the eShop. So. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I half expected to see that when I went last week, just to see if it was worth buying the digital copy of of U, and mm. uh, was surprised to see that. Yeah, they're, it's still separate, still distinct. Um, so you're still looking at uh, sixty eight pounds yeah, to buy. Yeah, which seems quite a lot for for a even even a you know quite pretty and and comprehensive two D Mario game in this day and age when you can when you could go and buy Rayman Lemons for probably fifteen pounds or something. Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing, and and I do wonder, you know, have they actually have Nintendo started to beat Super Mario into the ground by releasing too many of these uh, too similar too underwhelming I don't, you know I don't know how you fellows feel about that yeah it kind of rings true for when I saw the two games at E3 it was just like oh no they are doing two in a year this is this is like you know it kind of feels like saturation you like you know when kind of like the the guitar hero you know that, that kind of thing where you just mm. think why are you releasing three games in a year like with um, oh yeah, that's just you know I probably made that up but it felt like 
guitar hero well, they were band, band hero, yeah. DJ hero, yeah, all think, that. Yeah. You know, and mm. it felt like the, the Metallica and the Beatles, mm. and like they all felt, it just felt like there was too many too soon. And you kind of got burned out on it, and that's how I kind yeah. of feel about this. Even though I did enjoy the U game. So, so the key question yeah. about New Super Luigi U surely is: Does mm. each level therefore begin with the sting that tells you you're at 100 seconds? Yep. Yep. Yeah, but See, by that, the very that nature almost of the Mario levels. A purchase for me, even though I'll never play a single level of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah, the yeah, time yeah, around yeah, exactly. so by the very nature, it goes straight yeah, to ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. Uh, it it seems to be squarely aimed at people the kind the same kind of people, mm. probably not the same people, um, as who wanted. Uh, the you know the Japanese Super Mario Brothers two, mm. aka yeah. the Lost Levels. It's it's very much um, it's that sort of thing. Of course, there is another uh, uh, a new Super Luigi game to play now. Uh, if you buy uh, NES Remix two, do you have to own them both to un- or no? You have to own them both to have this score challenge. Is that yeah, right? to, yeah. You need NES Remix one and two to uh, to unlock the World Championship. But the Luigi game, you only need NES Remix two. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it comes. So, so yes, that that is also new. Is that just called New Super Luigi? Super Luigi Bros. Super Luigi Brothers is the original Super Mario Brothers, not remixed as per the Lost Levels. Mm. But you play Luigi with his Lost Levels physics, and he goes from right to left, so it scrolls <laughs> the wrong way to all other two D Mario's. Yeah, in the first NES remix or NES remix, they had challenges where it was like yeah. run to the goal poles, Luigi, and it was you know mirrored. It was back to front. And it was it was quite unique. I haven't I haven't even bothered tampering with Super Luigi Bros on re- Remix Two just yet because you know within the last half a year we've been speaking about Mario yeah. and I'm and to be honest I've had a quick go of it. I'm I'm kind of burnt out on Mario and that sounds really harsh but you know we we have been, we have played a lot in yeah, the last yeah. six months and I kind of just I just want a break. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so before we summarise. Uh, we have th- th- this was worth commenting on in itself um now those those who uh, habit our forums will know that we uh, usually put up a request for contributions um to the forthcoming podcast now we've had plenty of contributions to recent games including all the mario games we've already co- uh, covered but i put up the request for new super mario brothers related um you know, anecdotes reminiscences experiences opinions whatever that we might include here We've had none. This is a this is a game series that sold sixty uh, something million mm. units, and yet, you know, nobody had anything that they were, you know, desperate to 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 say to us yeah, about them, which which is interesting. I think that speaks to what we said earlier. You know, they're good games. Just what can you remember about them? And it's it's not a lot. Well, we've we've managed to oh, fill yeah, a couple of yeah, hours. But but I guess we we have been playing it more recently than our yeah than our absolutely folk. yeah. Fortunately, uh, we did manage to uh, scrape together a few three-word reviews via Twitter. Follow us at Kane and Rince. Um, so thanks to everyone who provided these. Oh, uh, Lee Garbutt says, good yet underwhelming. Samtic Primo, substance over style. Michael Cunningham says, great, then boring. I assume he was he's referring to the series rather than the individual games. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Obi Cole Kenobi says, good family fun. Yeah, he commented that his kid... Uh, loves playing them. Joey Hamilton says same soundtrack, fun. Frozen Treasure says eight years new. <laughs> Flying Tortoise says more Mario magic. Yeah, you see, we always like to where we can finish with the most positive. And if Flying Tortoise is in the camp that feels that it's just great to have more and more Mario, then 
cool more power to him mm. yeah um, so let us try to summarise our feelings uh, of the series as a whole bearing in mind that none of us have played every single uh, entry but here we go James uh, New Super Mario Brothers was uh, just fascinating to me when I picked it up it was it was essentially a return to more than 10 years without having really played a Mario game at all um, and to that end it was what I wanted I didn't need to worry about the fact that I'd missed Mario games because to a greater or lesser degree for the most part it was Mario as I remembered it it was straightforward you know left to right keep running keep moving all the the kind of usual enemies etc all the stuff I, I expected um, and it's it's good it's it, it's it's only not great by virtue of comparison to other Mario games I would say um, when I when I then played New Super Mario Bros. 2 it just felt like for all its for all its gold it didn't have that shine it didn't shine like a Mario game I, I would expect to um, mm. because of the other Mario games I had played since New Super Mario Bros. because of Super Mario 3D Land, essentially. Um, and obviously I played Super Mario 3D World before I got to New Super Mario Bros. 2. So um, I had had anything that game presented just eclipsed by those two games. Um, maybe that's not fair to New Super Mario Bros. 2, uh, but that that's the way it struck me. I, I found both of those two games uh, very playable, easy to pick up, easy to get on with. And so when in New Super Mario Bros. U I stumbled, it felt, it, it's melodramatic to say it felt like Mario was, uh, there was some kind of betrayal going on, but it did feel a little bit like that. I didn't mm -hmm. think I was that bad at Mario. I know I'm not great at Mario by any stretch of the imagination, but I didn't expect to feel like I should just hang my hat up and retire, you know. Um, and, and so it, it got frustrating in places, but... New Super Mario Brothers U has taken what New Super Mario Brothers presented, brought it onto a home console, um, and made it a, a fully formed game that is something different to what other Mario games are doing. Whether it's 3D World, whether it's whatever the the Galaxy, uh, you know, proper full 3D uh, games, whatever they they go on to, it's something different. And to that end, I am incredibly glad that it exists. Um, I am going to finish it. I haven't done yet. I am going to. Um, it's not going to be a pinnacle of my time with Mario. I don't think it may turn turn me around, but I don't think it's going to be. But I'm incredibly glad that it's there. Um, uh, and whether or not they do something more I think it would be nice to see them change up the formula uh, for game number 5 in this series um, but definitely if if people are listening to this and thinking oh yeah there are 2D Mario games out now yeah go, go and try it go and try New Super Mario Bros. U and buy a Wii U for goodness sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you um, yes uh, so we've uh, covered the classic 2D Marios in the series which uh, which I said that I loved and I do and we moved on into the 3D era and I said that I loved those games with uh, <laughs> some exceptions about Sunshine but overall I love those games Galaxy games are very special to me particularly the first one um, and these uh, new Super Mario Brothers games are just not special to me in that same way but like James says uh, 
I am really happy they exist. I think they need to give it a rest now. I think they need to stop with the title, the new Super Mario Brothers thing. I think they need to uh, put that away because I think people are, are jaded with it and I, I don't think it has a, a huge amount of cachet now. Um, that's not to say that I, I I think they could still make 2D Mario games. Um, I would love to see perhaps, you know, like a real genuine sequel to Super Mario World. The weird thing is that New Super Mario Brothers U uh, feels kind of like a, almost like a, it's almost like an HD remake. I mean, it's not because the levels are different, but it feels like a, like a, a reboot, a reinterpretation of, of, of Super Mario World, but it doesn't feel really like, apart from a few, you know, tweaks and, and you know, modern niceties, it doesn't feel like it's moved on. Um, and as I say, even though like I, I never loved the graphics of World as much as, you know, the, remembering the Yoshi's Island graphics, I thought they were a little bit bland. The, these kind of have that style and it, it's nice to see them in 1080p with lots of pixels but they still the the style of the series still it reminded me very much actually from the first DS game there was a period in the 90s when a lot of companies started moving away from sprite art and into these sort of um, pseudo pre-rendered ray trace type characters you saw them in games like Baku Baku Animal um, and Pang 3 and they looked to me they were just ugly terrible things but quite a lot of Japanese studios um a good example, actually, is the first Super Mario RPG, the square one. The characters in that just, ugh. Um, and and it reminds me a bit of those. It's not. It's not. You know, it's nowhere near that unpleasant. But it's that sort of slightly characterless somehow thing. Even though it's attractive and easy on the eye, there's something just slightly missing in terms of style. And overall, that that sort of echoes through the whole game, just like a just like a lack of real identity and personality but as i say in terms of just thinking what platform games is it fun to play what 2d platformers is it fun to play in the in the mid 2010s uh super mario brothers Wii and new super mario brothers you are right up there for me absolutely right up there i think uh, i had more fun play i have more fun playing them there's more depth to them the rayman games um even though i think those games are great and and stunning to look at um, yeah, so I like them, but I don't think I can also understand why people are, are, are not blown away and why people are jaded with the series, but I'm really happy to have them in my collection to chip away at mm. getting some more of those star coins, but I don't want any more of those for now. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Darren? Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I really am confused with this series. Um, I'm kind of a bit tired as well. I just think it's uh, like you say. I think it's time to just shelve it, or maybe reinvent the wheel again. Like have a new, new Super Mario Bros. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Super new Super Mario World. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. You know, I kind of wish that the the new the new series had kind of taken on a, an aesthetic trajectory that the original Super Mario Bros. series did. I know Doki Doki Panic was its own game at one time, but. Mm. I kind of wish this new series had gone from, you know, a, a kind of bog standard looking Mario game, a, you know, I number one Mario Bro, Mario Bros, Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I kind of wish that. Um, oh man, there's so many names that I'm getting confused <laughs> right now. But I kind of wish New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii was kind of radically different, like Super Mario right. Brothers Two was that we got, you know. And again, I know yeah, that yeah. I know it was a different game entirely in Japan, but yeah, I kind yeah. of wish they had a polarizing looks because by the fourth one and DLC and admittedly mm. I haven't played the 3DS one but even then like I looked at it and just went ah oh, 
<laughs> That's really sad, it isn't is. it? But when you play them, they're brilliant. They're so much fun, and you know, they, they control mm. as you'd expect a Mario game to control. But I just kind of... It's not like I'm angry, it's just that I'm disappointed now, and it's just like... <laughs> Oh please, just okay. imagine if they used like the uh, the same you know um, uh, design philosophy that UbiArt have done with Rayman. And I know that's a you know that's, mm. maybe that's a bit unfair, but maybe they they took what they they saw Rayman rebooted with beautiful visuals and audio, and applied their design level design to it. It could be something incredible. And and but if you were to play one of them, I'd say play one of the Wii or the Wii U ones. Um, play the Wii on no don't play the Wii on your Wii U because you could just play the Wii U version but play one of the home console ones because I, I do think they're, they are better than well I haven't played the 3DS one but I do think they are better than the, the DS counterpart which is still good uh, but you know if you've got a Wii U play Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical Freeze because that is like that is a return to form 2D platformer like the SNES days and it looks and sounds amazing which kind of mm. completes the package and puts a bow on the top, you know? That's kind of what I want um, from from a retro nod towards games that I used to like, but with a modern twist. Uh, like, I'm rambling because I'm confused. I like them, <laughs> but I don't like them in, in equal measures. Um, but that doesn't stop me from buying and completing them, you know? Uh, I don't know, just do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's really harsh. That's... Uh, so it just remains for me, Leon Cox, to thank him, that gargles, and James Carter, and to tell you that next time in issue 130, GLaDOS all over with Portal 2. <laughs>